time for the Retirement Roadmap Podcast with registered financial consultant, Glenn Mosseller. You've joined us for another edition of the Retirement Roadmap. Welcome. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Glenn Mosseller, registered financial consultant at Roadmap Financial Consulting in Greensboro with an office on Mears Chapel Road. You can find Glenn online at roadmapfinancial.com and click free consultation at the bottom of the page to schedule your time to visit. That's roadmapfinancial.com. On today's show, we're going to be talking about spotting red flags in your finances. And depending on your answers to some of the questions we're going to ask on today's show, uh, well, they might just raise those red flags about your very own finances. So it would be important to know what some of these are, wouldn't it? So that's what we're going to dive into in today's conversation. Glenn, you raring and ready to go? Yes, sir. Let's get to it. You you always are. I don't even need to ask that question, I suppose. But uh, here's the first one. Is, is this a red flag, and what does this reveal about a plan? If we ask the question, can you name all of the investments in your portfolio? Now, one might say that the answer to that question should be yes, but that's not necessarily the case, is it? Well, you know, again, Walter, it, it kind of depends, right? But, you know, typically, I mean, for the most part, unless, you know, I mean, unless you're just like a do-it-yourselfer, I mean, you're, there's going to be some changes if you've got an advisor from time to time. And, and so, you know, if you have a variety of things in there, you know, and, and, you know, and they will, you know, change from time to time, you know, you may not, you may not have a, you know, a, you know, just a, a total recall of every single thing that that's, that's in that portfolio. And that's not necessarily a bad thing, right? It, it depends upon, you know, how you're using your advisor, you know, and, you know, what phase of life are you in, right? I mean, if you're still working and, you, and you're putting money in your 401k, you know, you're maybe more apt to to know the the different you know, um, you know funds that you that you've selected and that kind of thing, but if you're if you're having more diversification and you know and, and more you know di- different objectives you know particularly in terms of retirement planning, there can be positioning and repositioning and you know and things you know in you know inside and outside of the the securities world that 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 are that are going to be there. So again, the, the the key there I think is more in terms of understanding what what your plan is designed to do and you know and knowing how it's going to work. Then and it might be that you know than than just knowing all the names of 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 the individual pieces you know i mean that that's something that is that that's there you you know you have it and you can you can always reference it but it's uh you know it it's like if you if you're able to just say oh i've got this and this well you know you might you might uh you might be having a little bit of a red flag there because there may not be you know appropriate uh, diversification and and the types of diversification right i mean we think in terms of diversification oftentimes about you know what the holdings are, and you know maybe the different sectors that they might be. But there's there's lots of other diversifications, particularly when we get into retirement and retirement planning and the and retirement years. You know we get into you know, you know tax diversification. We get into you know time you know time frame diversification. There's a lot of different pieces of of that puzzle, and that's a pretty deep well that you know that uh, you know I know we've spent we've spent some time with with other with other uh, shows and other uh, podcasts, but. But it's really it's really making sure that that that, that plan is in place and and understanding that is, is like I say, is, is, is far more is far more important than necessarily being able to name each and every, you know, uh, investment or, 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 or financial product that, that, that's there because it's that that's easily accessible as, as you as you open up your. Uh, you know, you you know your your folders, or your or if you go online, or you you sit down with a, with a review with your advisor. You know, you just you know, you're kind of just making sure that you you know you go through and make sure that everything is doing what it's supposed to be doing. I think is 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 far more important. 
Yeah, it's big, uh, a big one, Glenn, I think. All right, so uh, that would expose some real red flags depending on your answer to that question, but again, could go in a couple of different directions there. All right, um, how about another angle that we can take here? Again, spotting red flags in your finances. Do you have open lines of communication with your financial advisor? And I suppose this could take us in many directions, Glenn. Well, no, it could, Walter, right? I mean, it could go into the idea of how often are you meeting, you know, and depending upon the complexity of your plan, you, you may have, you know, meet more often or meet less often, but, you know, you need to have, you know, uh, you know at least a certain number of meetings, right? Um, and you want to, the, the key is, is just having those, that open line of communication, right? You know, and, and, and realizing that, hey, you're able to reach out and, and make, you know, and, and you know, and, and say, hey, I'd like to schedule a meeting or, hey, I've got a question, you know, can we, uh, can we jump on the phone for a minute? Or I've got, I've got some, you know, I've got something that's a little bit of a change in, you know, in, in, in our circumstances, you know, we, you know, let, let's have a conversation around that. You know, part of it is, is, you know, how often do you hear from them? Right. I mean, in, in terms of how often do you hear from them, that, that might be in, in terms of, you know, of you know, looking to schedule a meeting. It might be in terms of, you know, of, you know, of receiving, you know, you know, communications on a regular basis. Maybe it's emails, maybe it's things in the mail. You know, you know, maybe it's, you know, there's there's all different types of ways and, and different advisors are going to approach that differently. But the key is, is making sure that you have that you're able to communicate with your financial advisor, you know, and, and make and make sure that all of your needs are being met. You know, and, and that that is that is key. And, and, and oftentimes, you know, that that I find when I when I sit down with folks, particularly for the first time, you know, they may not have experienced that, you know, necessarily, you know, particularly, you know, if they were at, if they were at work, you know, and, and they and they were putting money away into their, those retirement plans at work. I mean, there's oftentimes it's it's you know, you, you may not really have a, a lot of interchange and interaction with, you know, with the quote unquote advisor, or the, uh, the person who's there that, uh, that has been assigned to that particular you know, businesses 401k. Let's let's say. I mean that that's um, you know that it, it, it's you know you have to kind of define what is a financial advisor and 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 part of that def- definition is is what do you want in a financial advisor and how do you want that relationship to be and is you know and and you know have have you been able to be part of of you know, of creating what that what that relationship looks like and and what those communication lines look like. That's a big one, I think, because if communication isn't clear, isn't solved, and isn't you know to your liking or to an acceptable level, that can lead to lots of issues and, and problems. So there's got to be all sorts of uh, you know cohesion on both sides and both parties when it comes to communicating. So that's a really, really big one. Talking about red flags in your finances, maybe some of these questions will bring us to the point of recognizing those red flags. Another great question to ask is, how volatile is your account? And again, uh, that it's going to depend. I'll say, I'll save you from having to say it, Glenn. <laughs> it's going to depend <laughs> on how that answer shapes up as to whether it's a red flag or not, right? Well, that's true, Walter. I mean, obviously, the younger you are, you know, then then it may not be quite as big of an issue. But as you are, if you're in, if you're in retirement, or you're, if you're within a couple of years of retirement, and you find that that you're you're seeing you know wild swings, you know, in your in your in your account balances, you know, particularly you know on, on any kind of a regular basis. I mean, everybody understands that there's going to be corrections from time to time, or you know, or you know, and and downturns. And, you know, that that 
that's kind of a given, right? But those those tend to not be there on a on a regular, consistent basis. They 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 come, they you know, they pop up from time to time, and you know, and even still, I mean, it, the going through those kinds of things, you know, if you're in retirement or close to retirement, you do want to see that there's that there's a level of volatility that that you know that's lower for your overall finances and your overall plan than what you might see in the in the in the major averages right in terms of you know like like when we we look at we look at last year you know uh, um when the coronavirus happened you know it was just becoming news and there was just a widespread you know panic on you know on in you know in the in the and the you know the markets were just you know were just you know cratering i mean they they were down you know 30 35% you know in a lot of cases you know in in like in like a month month and a half time and you know and and if you're in retirement or you're you know just just you know a, a few a year or so away or you know or, or you know or maybe a year and a half but but if you're you're closing in and you're seeing that kind of volatility in your overall plan and your overall portfolio that that ought to be a red flag Right. And, you know, you know, that that's obviously, a, you know, a, you know, a, a big thing. And it's like you say, well, what, what you know, what could I have done? Well, there there are there are ways to position, you know, your, you know, your your planning and your and your finances and your accounts such that you may not experience that same kind of volatility. And, you know, and, and if that's if that's a foreign concept, if you kind of feel like, hey, you know what, I, I, that's that's I'm just kind of grown to expect that. And there's there's not really anything I can do if that's your belief then maybe you know you have some additional questions to ask or you know more ex- explorations to you know to go through because there are other things that that are out there that can become part of your overall planning that can lower that down and you know if you're depending upon where you are in life that may be that may be appropriate yeah i like your perspective on that glenn and uh, that volatility question is one that definitely comes up with probably every single person or couple that you meet with and uh, go through their financial plan. I know that's a big part of the conversation, risk and volatility and all those kinds of things. All right, does this next question reveal a lot about spotting red flags in someone's finances? If we ask, how much income will you need to maintain your lifestyle in retirement? Uh, where would the red flags pop up when analyzing that question? Well, it'll it'll come up with, you know, obviously, if, if folks don't, if they haven't really thought about that or they don't really know exactly where that is, you know, there's, 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 um, there's a couple pieces to that, right? I mean, number one, you really, you should have a pretty good idea as to what's coming in and what's going out every month, right? And some people do and some people don't, right? I mean, some people are pay, pay very close attention and have r- very detailed budgets and others just, it's like, hey, you know, it's, I get paid and, and I pay my bills and then, you know, then maybe there's a little bit left over or, or, or whatever. And, and they, they're not really paying that close attention. Well, I'm not necessarily saying that you have to spend, you know, all of, all of your waking hours to, 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 you know, to have a budget that's down to the penny. At the same time, you want to have a pretty good idea as to what's happening in terms of, in terms of when we were thinking about retirement. We need to think in terms of well, where are your where are going to be your 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 streams of income or your income sources because it's gonna it's gonna likely be different than what you've experienced when you were working right for the vast majority of folks when they're in their working years there it's it's wages or you know or business profits or you know those types of things right but. But, you know, and, and, you know, you're not really looking to draw from a pension or draw money out of a retirement account or, you know, or, or have Social Security benefits coming for, for you and or your spouse. Right. When, you, when we start thinking of the, along those lines, 
more often than not, when you're in retirement, you know, you may have more streams of income or more income sources, you know, that, that are that are coming into in, into your accounts than than um, than maybe was in the past. And so you want to have a have a pretty good idea. It's like, well, what are what are your Social Security benefits going to be? You know, when are you planning to activate those? You know, what about your spouse's benefits? Again, when are we planning to to think in terms of activating those benefits? You know, is there a pension? You know, when you know which which choice should you take? You know, when should that get activated? You know, in, in terms of retirement accounts, you, you kind of get the picture, right? I mean, there's there's lots of different pieces there. The other thing that kind of comes into play too is 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 your is your house, right? You know, in terms of, you know, do you still have a mortgage? Have you paid off your house? You know, are you planning to move and, you know, and and possibly, you know, you know, downsize or possibly, you know, you know, end up, you know, maybe moving to a different area and, you know, having a more expensive house that can kind of create an additional scenario in terms of maybe there's a maybe there's a monthly expense that's getting ready to go away in the next, you know, next couple of years. Or maybe there's there, maybe there's a new expense that that you that you hadn't fully you know taken into account. So you know, and and that's that's that tends to be one of the larger ones. But there's other things that kind of come into play in terms of you know, you it, you know you have to ask yourself the question: Are there particular expenses or places where we spend money that that are likely to diminish or go away, or are there other others that are going to you know suddenly be there that haven't been there in the past? That's one of those things that that oftentimes folks hadn't really fully thought through, and it's it's pretty important to you know make sure you're dotting your eyes and crossing your t's and kind of take an inventory of that. Yeah, I like that uh, mentality, Glenn. That's a really big one I think to discuss is thinking about income. Obviously, that becomes this truly central part of retirement planning, and uh, is a major question that needs to be asked. And there's all sorts of <laughs> red flags if you just really don't know what an income plan is, looks like, or haven't ever explored one before. All right, last but not least, Glenn, one more potential red flag that could be brought up through this question: If someone asks you to describe your retirement plan, could you do it? This one's a little bit more like uh, a little bit more nebulous, a little bit more out there. Right. Right. Well, Walter, again, I mean, you, you know, you, you should have a pretty good idea of how things work. Right. And, you know, and how you're planning on receiving income. And, you know, and, and if you, you know, if at some point down the line you're, you're, you're going to, you know, activate a particular maybe it's Social Security or maybe it's, you know, turning on a pension or maybe it's, you know, activating your, you know, retirement account in a particular way. You know, you want to have a you know pretty good sense of how all that's going to work. It doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to, you know, you're going to be a financial planner or, you know, a financial advisor. But you do want to have an idea of, of, of how how it's how it's, you know, how it's set up to, you know, to from, you know, at this point certain things are going to happen and you know a little bit further down the road some other things you know potentially are going to happen you want to know how that's how that's going to how that's going to you know interact with your you know your day-to-day life and how that 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 retirement plan is going to serve you in your retirement and you know it's key that you really do understand that you know that there's the the difference between saving for retirement and being in retirement and being able to understand how that retirement plan works and how that transition works and making sure that you have, you know, you have strategies in place to be able to make that transition. Because if you have the same strategies, you know, in place that, you know, that were there for saving for retirement and you don't, and you don't really make any adjustments or you don't, you don't address any of those questions, you're more, more likely going to end up, you know, having some, some unpleasant surprises 
you know, come about. And and so when you when you think in terms of a retirement plan, it's just not necessarily, oh, I've got this retirement account and I've got that retirement account and I've got and I've got Social Security and I'll and I'll kind of, you know, we'll we'll make it work. That would be a plan, but it's probably not as detailed as, you know, as you as you might find yourself needing. And so it's, you know, again, you don't necessarily have to be a financial planner, but you do need to understand what your financial plan is designed to do. All great ways to look at these different questions and problems. And if you need some help analyzing your financial plan or you've noticed some red flags maybe pop up during today's discussion, well, don't hesitate to talk those things out with Glenn. In fact, you can get in touch with him by calling 336-291-3535. That's 336-291-3535. Or go online to roadmapfinancial.com. That's roadmapfinancial.com. And click on the free consultation button at the bottom of the page to schedule a time to visit from your smartphone or computer. That's roadmapfinancial.com. Make sure there aren't any red flags in your finances, and if there are, get them addressed today. For Glenn Mosseller, I'm Walter Storholt, and we will talk to you next time. New episodes every week right here on the Retirement Roadmap. 